Hello, this is Andrew Hiller, and you are listening to The HillerCast. Hello, I'm back to the podcast space. I've uh, just been having a lot of life stuff getting in the way, but I've been looking forward to doing some talking, and I have a topic. The topics that I come up with come from day-to-day experiences that I have with people that I work with, and there's a bunch of them. So when I talk over the course of a week to 50 or so plus people, of those people, I get a sense of something that might be going on in the world. And through that, then I get a topic in my head. And once I talk to talk about one thing to a handful of people, I think that it's something that should be heard by whomever wants to listen. The topic this week being marketing and marketing in the fitness space towards whomever might be influenced by it. I use the word influence, and influence is so weird now that there are influencers on the internet, Um, but there is an entire set of people who did advertising, and when they do advertising, their profession is to then look at how the brain works and then work with companies on their products to see how they want to use the way that people's brains work naturally to make them buy their products. So they make colors, they make claims, they say this, they do that. They hire people like Patrick Mahomes to promote car insurance. And then you get car insurance because Patrick Mahomes is there and you remember. And see, look, at I'm doing it right now because they're good. And I was watching football the other day and I remember that. So the thing about it though, is I'm not going to buy car insurance from Patrick Mahomes solely because of it, because of my freaking mindset that I have towards marketing. Something that I think that some people need to gather a little bit of in general from the conversations that I've had, which I just mentioned. So good example of this would be I was walking through the grocery store one day with some people and we walked by a bag of nuts and the nuts make these claims on them like high in omega three, six and nine fatty acids and it's good for your heart and this and that and you should throw them into your salads because it's going to make your salads taste better and these individuals were like i throw this in my salads every time i'm like all right how much and they go i don't know two or three handfuls and then you look at the back of it and you find out that when you throw two or three handfuls of this nut product that is covered in dark chocolate into a salad then you end up throwing down another five to seven hundred additional calories which when like these individuals goal is weight loss, you know how terribly that's going to impact it. That means you got to throw another hour of exercise a day. And just because you want to throw in these quote unquote healthy nuts into your salad. And that's a, that's just a easy walking around the grocery store example. And there's your advertisement. There are people who are hired to say, Hey, how do you want me to buy these uh, chocolate covered walnuts? Like, well, say this, say that, say they're good for your salad and throw them in your salad. because salads suck. And, you can think about it in terms of things like pre-workout. It's like it will tear your skin off because you want to work out so hard. And it's like, all right, cool. I want that. How much beta? Oh, I don't even know what that is. But how much is a good serving? 2.4 milligrams? Yeah, that sounds like a good amount of beta alanine. It's like, and that's what's going to make me work out harder? Cool. I'm going to want that. There is just about every single thing in the world. And you probably have heard the eggs are good for you, eggs are bad for you. It's like eat the yolks, don't eat the yolks. The yolks have the yolks have all the macronutrient or the micronutrients in them. They have too much cholesterol and they're going to give you a heart attack and up and down and around and 
whatever it might be, you need to make informed decisions. I, I always revert to the keep it simple, stupid. So it's the K-I-S-S. If you're looking at something and it's something you've never heard of before, and it seems almost like it's too good to be true and it's new, you might need to do some vetting on it. Vetting meaning do your due diligence. Don't just trust it for what it says, because usually when you trust it for what it says, you can do as simple as a Google search or two away from seeing that it might be bullshit. Focus on the bottom of the, the pyramid and a lot of us being in the functional fitness space, you may have seen this in terms of the bottom being just metabolic conditioning, like do something so you get your heart rate up and you move yourself over a period of time. And then this is just the, once you move towards the top, you get towards sports specific, but towards the middle there of the pyramid, there was weightlifting and gymnastics, but the, all, the base of the pyramid was metabolic conditioning, which can be just about anything. And the beauty of what we do also as functional fitness people, CrossFit, what it may be, is we moved away from the bodybuilding sphere. We moved away from the powerlifting sphere. I mean, maybe we implement some of those things, but we find a lot of benefit from doing full range of motion exercises while putting an emphasis on, well, one, that full range of motion and then moving well and keeping within ourselves and then pushing ourselves through those movements the pushes, the pulls, the squats, the lunges, the hinging, and all of a sudden you're becoming more human. And when you're looking at a lot of the marketing stuff out there, it's moving you away from being more human. It's like, hey, if you throw on, if you throw in this little thing, which you may have been missing through your diet, then you might throw on 10 pounds of muscle. And it's like, well, why do I think that I need, uh, what's a good example in there? Uh, this derivative of fish oil or this like super creatine to get to where I want to get. I mean, did they do that back in the 1900s? Like, well, the 1900s, they didn't have this technology. It's like, well, there were like good and healthy and not so healthy. You should dabble in these things to make your own decisions. So for example, I am a big advocate of creatine and I'll tell people to try it out, not right away because I don't think that it's like the be all end all. But let's say someone's been working out for a year or two in the hand or what do you think about creatine? And I always say, try it, see if you like it. It's pretty cheap at this point. You don't need to get the super refined creatine or the the concrete, which is $30 for 30 servings. You can get the monohydrate, which is $10 for 200 servings and it's just as good. And if you don't like it, get rid of it. If you're worried that it's going to bloat you, try it. And then if it bloats you, get rid of it. Don't be like, oh, I heard it bloats you, so I'm not going to take it. It's like, well, you are your own science experiment and you can apply it to the stuff like the nuts that I talked about originally as well. So let's say you throw a bunch of these nuts in your cell and you notice the scale goes up. You at that point should have also had the mind the wherewithal to say, Hey, okay. I see that there's these extra calories. I see that it's not actually going to be all that healthy for me. So every time that you're doing something, you know, that there's a possible consequence or, you know, there's a possible benefit. And then if you see the scale tip in one way or another, not like an actual weight scale, but like the positive and negative scale moving away from something that you want, then just do without it or keep it. So I know for myself personally, I take oh so much caffeine a day, probably about 800 milligrams of caffeine a day. I take about 500 first thing in the morning when I typically like to work out. I take some more around 2 or 3 p.m. 
2 or 3 p.m. is a time in which I know it's not going to affect my sleep. I've done this for, I don't know, 10 to 12 years at this point, and I know that it works for me. And a lot of people will resonate with this because they have an idea about how caffeine works. It's like, I can't take it or I can take it. I can take it here or I can't take it there. And you need to apply that kind of mindset to everything. Uh, I can drink milk and it's fine by me. Maybe I can't drink milk and it's going to make me bloated and gassy. Apply this to the things out there, and I really have a qualm with Fit Aid. People are like, oh, I'm going to drink this Fit Aid at the end of my workout, and it's a recovery drink. The freaking stuff within Fit Aid that they claim to be recovery is so minuscule where, I mean, you could go have a freaking apple and an orange, and you'd get 10 times the amount of what they're claiming to be the beneficial uh f- recovery aspects of their drink and in my head mind experience you'd be better off having a banana because you'll get the sugar kick from the end of it and i've had this conversation with people like literally just throw down a fucking sorry pardon me <laughs> like an eighth cup of sugar and you're going to get the the reap all the benefits of a post-workout depending on the difficulty of your workout Matt Frazier recently was on a podcast where he said he would eat Snickers and drink a Coke and a bunch of Gatorade powder at the end of his workouts. And a lot of people lost their mind. They're like, either it was really good or it was kind of bad. And either way, it's something that you could have figured out for yourself had you had done a little bit of research on how to like kick in the protein synthesis that would come at the end of a workout. I did it when I was in like college early years. I'd keep things as sweet tarts in my car and I would eat them at the end of my bodybuilding sessions. So the gist of the whole thing is to be weary of what you might be. You're walking around and someone throws something in your face. like, Hey, get this because this, and you're like, wait a minute, that might look really cool, but is it something that I really need? And if you're going to try it, you could dabble on it, but don't depend on it. And if you are going to end up depending on it, be sure that it's dragging the needle in the right direction towards what your goals may or may not be. If you're trying to gain weight, maybe those nuts in your salad would be a good thing. Like I always eat the salads. I eat the salads because I like the fullness that it gives me. It keeps me relatively lean, but I want to like bulk up a little bit. The nuts are good. And if you're on the other side, the nuts are totally bad. So that's my little spiel of the I can't say of the day because it's been about a month. So spiel of the month. That's everything. Andrew Hiller, I'm out. Bye.